0: Mental Maps is brought to you by ArukaWell. ArukaWell is a functional health service providing personalized coaching through a virtual platform. To learn more, check out ArukaWell.co. That's A R U K A H W E L L.co. welcome back to middle maps as always i hope this finds you well no matter what season of life you're in today i have a really incredible episode i'm traveling around costa rica and while we've been here i've got to meet chore and miss elizabeth best and here at soul centro and just the work that you guys are doing is so incredible thank you for having us and allowing us to be here mm-hmm. thank, thank you. you Thank you. so I, I i know the time is important to all the listeners so we'll just kind of jump in um there's a lot of different information out there about the different works that are occurring in the, some call it alternative medicine, more holistic medicine, but it's not using what we call like Western medicine. And so you guys use a specific kind of medicine. Could you tell us like what that medicine is, what that looks like, that kind of thing?
1: Sure. (laughs) (laughs) We here serve iboga, which is a, a sacred, Plant medicine from Africa. It is a visionary medicine, it is a soul medicine, it is a mind medicine, and uh, very much psychoactive. Um, <clears throat> I've heard it affectionately described by one guest as a 100 ayahuasca ceremonies in a night. Mm. Is a very good way to describe it. It is the most powerful physical detox on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. And as we now know, through uh, Western science catching up with indigenous science, that um, its healing potential is profound. It can actually take people off of physical dependence of opioids Mm -hmm. in as little as 24 hours or one treatment, depending on what's happening, sometimes 48 hours and and sometimes people need another treatment. Uh, But it can disrupt that addiction while mitigating withdrawals. And it's also, as we now know through a, a study at Stanford, that it has profound effects for healing traumatic brain injury And we're seeing wonderful results with PTSD. And uh, we're very blessed. We learned through uh, indigenous teachers. They have had a very deep devotional relationship of study with this medicine and a reciprocal relationship. Every relationship is better with reciprocity, (laughs) right? Giving and receiving for eons and eons. I mean, we're tapping into a lineage that probably has held this medicine over a million years. Mm. Um, Yes, through what we know in the origin stories is is what I sense, Mm. um, if not longer, if not longer. And we're very blessed to hold and be the recipients of that level of intimacy with this plant. Uh, It's an honor to be here with you today to share about it. It's also a very medically sensitive medicine, which we will speak about. Yeah, Um,
0: excellent.
2: Um yeah uh we work with the plant medicine uh maboga uh deboga with with those are uh, original contexts, original original names for for the medicine um and uh, iboga is is one of the one 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 of uh, the original traditional Terminologies or mm. terms for for the for the mm. medicine. The, uh, it's a medicinal sacrament from the Buiti tradition, mm. uh, and we work with the Misoko Asanguidia branch, and they pretty much provide the traditional protections for this for working with this medicine. Mm. This medicine is 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 a very serious medicine mm. to work with. It's, it's it's not like popping a, popping some aspirin, um, they 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 that they, from from your medicine cabinet. No, mm. this is this is a medicine that, that's gonna heal or help you heal yourself when it comes to your mind, body, and soul. Mm. You know, and there's many different aspects of working with the tradition and working and going down that path. With the tradition to to really help people help heal themselves, yeah. if if people actually really heal, mm. mm-hmm.
0: I want to come back to that too. You guys oh, yeah. have said so much awesome content <laughs> just to kind of jump in. I think first, you know, especially in Western culture, when we think of psychedelics, I mean, if you're over the age of thirty, you immediately think of Tim Leary and all the work that was mm. done there and LSD, and then mm. you know you kind of see it used as a party drug and just different experiences. Now, we're starting to see more back in the medicinal world where it started originally. What about this herb or this plant is different than some of those others? Maybe the ayahuasca or the psilocybin, Mm. the um, the psychedelic mushrooms, those those other compounds?
1: Mm. Sure. I love this question. Thank you. The Buiti and the original holders of the medicine, the Babongo, who are also referred to as the Pygmies in colonial terms, Mm -hmm. Um, and and that's the second oldest genetic line in the world Mm -hmm. is a Babongo. So that's a very could be the could be Mm -hmm. the oldest according Mm -hmm. you know we could be very very Mm -hmm. old Mm -hmm. essentially Mm -hmm. you know that's that's a long time there, and and I see a few things. So one, uh, they call it the Godfather of all plants. And this is the plant that knows all the plants. Mm. And what we often hear, I heard it just yesterday, I hear it all the time, someone will say, I was in an ayahuasca ceremony and iboga came in. <laughs> I was in a peyote ceremony and iboga came in. Like this is a medicine that actually has the potential to hijack the line of all the medicines. Mm. And I see it as the most far-reaching most far-knowing medicine of all of the plants on Earth. It is an ancestor. It has, and as the origin story goes, it has been watching human beings for a very long time. And in the origin story it said, as it introduced itself as a spirit to the first person who intentionally received the medicine, uh, that it has come to answer our questions. And I see that uh, it bioengineered itself to help us with our complex burdened minds, as Chor says, Mm. and I see that it is a plant of prophecy in the sense that um, nothing is written in stone. Mm -hmm. We have a a field, a playing field of a lot of moving parts that is governed by choice. Mm. And I see that it could see where we were going because it helps people to see where they're going. Mm. Um, And I, I see that it came to really help us and at a critical time. In our development as a species, and it's very possible we co-evolved for mm. the million point seven years that mm. we've been using fire or mm. something. Um, so it knows us very well. It probably helps shape our brains. Mm. The whole stoned ape theory. I think this is one mm. of the originals, mm. really, of you know the human beings coming out of Africa. Mm. I know everybody came out of mm. Africa. Mm. Um, it is one plant versus two, which mm. is interesting. Mm. Like you know, uh, ayahuasca is two plants, mm-hmm. and it's just interesting to note that. Um, and, and for me, uh, it is the ultimate mind medicine. All the medicines help us with our relationship to our mind and body and soul. But Mm -hmm. this truly is the ultimate mind medicine, the ultimate soul medicine, certainly more physically powerful Mm -hmm. of, of healing um, it it um, shows up often as a very masculine presence, it, although it said it's both mother and father mm-hmm. at different times,
3: mm-hmm.
1: depending on what is called for, uh, and it is a root, mm-hmm. and the, what's interesting about the root is its work, it takes us into the root of ourselves, and takes us into the root of our traumas, mm-hmm the root of what needs to be healed, that's why it's so good for addiction Mm -hmm. in addition to detox, Mm -hmm. takes us to the very root of why we're doing these things Mm -hmm. in the first place to help understand them. And then when we understand them, Mm -hmm. then we know how to heal them. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a very wise medicine. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, According to my spiritual father, Binana, Papa Binana, who has taught me the ways mm-hmm. of, of the tradition, he, he explains it like this, uh, all plants, all plants on this earth, all trees, all plants, everything on this earth, is, uh, plant wise is medicine. Mm-hmm. So, so hence when it comes to, um, uh, a tradition, a traditional story with the medicine that, you know, the earth was once a barren planet, mm mm-hmm and iboga was planted iboga was planted by the grand architect
0: mm-hmm.
2: and um that plant iboga was intermingling with the earth mm-hmm. the earth the soil of the earth and everything mm-hmm. and then and then uh you know in on the earth beaker and uh creating with the sun and the moon and and the winds and the elements mm-hmm. and everything and um decided to uh, create mycelium mm-hmm. psilocybin mm-hmm. and or and um, the psilocybin ended up melding and molding with with the iboga medicine, the roots mm-hmm. and absorbed some of that medicine within the psilocybin and then spread across the entire planet I see. with with um with, uh, through Iboga and created, all these plants and everything that you see mm-hmm. on this earth, and hence the fact that they—the reason why there's medicine mm-hmm. everywhere, even mm-hmm. even with even within other plant medicines—it it actually makes logical sense. Mm-hmm. You know,
3: it's
2: yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and and uh, this of course this all started with Pangaea, mm-hmm. and then when everything broke broke apart, and all the all the continents spread out, and they, they went into their own um, their own um, environmental uh, sectors of the planet mm-hmm. the the environment uh, evolved and changed over time and evolved these mm-hmm. medicines into what they are mm-hmm. now you mm-hmm. know um, which 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 brings a standpoint of that iboga was the first medicine mm-hmm. that started all medicines mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, I see yeah
1: the progenitor
2: yeah and then you know, uh even even originating the, the, the original doctors and the original scientists, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that, that started working with these medicines mm-hmm. and started helping healing people with these medicines from from the earth, mm-hmm. you know, evolution just ad- advanced and evolved to the doctors and the scientists of what we have today, you know, mm-hmm. through, through the original doctors and scientists. Mm-hmm. So it's all the progression. Mm-hmm. Everything's just a progression, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, that that is technically the 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 evolution of iboga and powerful. evolution of medicine uh, yeah. in general, and it, it, and it makes logical sense if somebody wants to if somebody wants to um, speak about it in technical terms, mm. you know, it does. Um, mm. But if people are going to understand it or believe it or trust it, that's up to them.
1: See for yourself. You know, you gotta you're gonna have to see
2: for yourself and find out for yourself by by working with this medicine.
0: And, and I think that's a really interesting concept because mm-hmm. you know we know that these psychedelics, you know, we're talking in technical terms, mm-hmm. touch receptors in the brain and touch experiences mm-hmm. that we just don't quite understand, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the world of psychiatry, we have like one medicine that we believe may can touch an NMDA receptor, which mm-hmm. does other things. And so we've always kind of lend ourselves to these medicines that made more sense because we could see it better, mm-hmm. right? But and it, it's kind of interesting that the more that we see or maybe the easier that we see it, the less effective we have with it. And so it's something that there's this really powerful root, and through this root have came other you know, mm-hmm. plants and other medicinal properties mm-hmm. that we still really can't see very well. <laughs> oh, yeah. But they all kind of seem to have these experiences of healing. Mm-hmm. So when you think about it from the perspective of when this became a medicine,
3: mm-hmm.
0: was there something happening in these tribes, like traditionally, where they were like, we need to use this at this time? Or is it something that they found and had this like spiritual experience? How does it become part of their rhythm mm-hmm. early on? No, no,
2: you don't. No, you don't need to share that. No. Um, how does it? How does it uh, become part of the toolbox? Become box. a part of. Become a part of the tradition. How did it become a part of the tradition? So. They discovered it. Mm-hmm. They discovered it. The babongo, the Pygmies discovered mm-hmm. it, and um, through an animal. Through an animal, so to say, uh, the porcupine. But there's many different. There's mm-hmm. many different origin stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's just one origin mm-hmm. story out of many, and um, this is this is the one that that's known that 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 has been let known to the westerners.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: This porcupine story. So, um, and when they discovered it, they realized that this medicine or or this this plant um, definitely can uh, take them. Beyond reality, take them to mm. to, to okay. true reality. Okay, you know, especially especially within the spirit world. So clarity, yeah, yeah. Uh, even even more than clarity. Yeah. You know, um, it shaped and formed their minds mm-hmm. to the point where where they they were able to shape and form their traditions, mm-hmm. and um, they even took it beyond that by expanding with certain protections from uh, a spiritual aspect. Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of dark things out there in that, in, yeah. that, in in this in this uh, in this uh, insane asylum we call uh, Earth. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like a jungle. yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so and and they and they seen it way back when. Yeah. They seen it way back when. They were able to see the future way back when, mm-hmm. and, and and decided to stay in the jungle. Mm. Decided to stay in the jungle. Um, and, and to, to keep practicing their traditions, hmm. but the people, uh, the, the, there were other tribes that were outside of the jungle, big tribes that ended up going into the jungle to learn these traditions. And so that's how, that's how the, the tribes were introduced to the traditions, um, hmm. and shaped and formed their traditions through this medicine. And they were able to bring it back out into, bring it out into the world. Yeah. And so once they were able to bring it out into the world, it just, mm-hmm. it's like a domino yeah. effect. It just yeah. expanded. Yeah. It just kept expanding expanding. Yeah. But they, 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 sh- they actually kept it secret and shut it off to the West mm-hmm. because, you know, of uh, all types of things that they've mm-hmm. done, you know, especially coming in and taking people, stealing people mm-hmm. and all types, you know, and, and even their own people being involved in that. Mm-hmm. So, so they had to keep a lot of this stuff secret. Mm-hmm. Until the medicine decided mm-hmm. to really uh, open it up to the world, mm-hmm. so this was the medicine's the medicine's decision. The medicine makes all the decisions. Yeah. So, so the tradition and the um, buitias decided to listen to the medicine, and okay, we're going to open this up to the world. Mm-hmm. And so now Westerners are uh, Westerners are coming in, mm-hmm. very very little, but they're coming in, mm-hmm. and. Um,
0: it's just going to get this is going to evolve from here and just get bigger from here on out yeah. and, and you guys kind of mentioned before just the people who have came and experienced this medicine and it had healing and so it's as if you know it started with this experience you know from the tribal perspective and then now we've kind of taken it and started to use it as a medicine
3: mm-hmm.
0: you mentioned trauma earlier and i know we the, the study that just came out three weeks ago out of stanford where it was really highlighting not only PTSD but traumatic brain injury with PTSD mm-hmm. and just the first time I'd ever heard of this um, was actually from a professor I had like 12 years ago who was talking about a uh, herb that was in Mexico and other areas that people were going to and kind of getting the re- what they call a reset off drugs and so the opiate stuff too. So before we jump into opiates, what, what is it about trauma and this herb mm-hmm. that's so healing?
1: Oh, I love this question. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also the ultimate medicine for trauma.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what what's really interesting is that we, we have a lot of people come here who have done work with other medicines, mm-hmm. and they get here, and then they say, Ah, oh, I thought I was over that thing.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And what this medicine does is it scrapes to the very mm-hmm. bottom of every r- residual uh, stone that has been left behind from experiences where we disassociated Mm -hmm. a little a a little or Mm -hmm. a lot you know that's what disassociation is in a shamanic Mm -hmm. sense we view Mm -hmm. it as the soul ejecting itself from Mm -hmm. a situation Mm -hmm. that it does not have Mm -hmm. the tools to handle at that point but it must be seen at another point because the only way out is through Mm -hmm. so it saves it until a point when we we're in a safe container where we have the capacity and the tools and the support to actually process it, and everything needs to be seen and felt in order to be healed and released. Mm. So it goes into the psychic basement, it goes into the psychic attic, and goes through every box, and it will show you everything that's in your psyche at a 1,000 miles an hour often. <laughs> so we call it a mind purge, we call it a mind purge, everything. Um, and it will dredge up things that have not been fully felt, and people will find themselves in, you know, a mental purge, an emotional purge, and we're by their side. We're midwives, essentially, supporters, helping them to heal themselves as, as they find their truth through that process. And also, this is a medicine that that really unravels mental narratives that aren't 100% true. Mm. A lot of people have inherited limiting beliefs and narratives. Often, for many people, it's on repeat, on loops mm-hmm. of like, "Oh, you're a loser," or "Oh, this will never work," or "Oh, prepared to be disappointed again," or whatever the whatever the message mm-hmm. is. Some people really masturbate resentments,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> or mm-hmm. or um... we call it mental masturbation. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I could yes, yes. an episode on <laughs> mental masturbation.
1: Yeah. people cling mm-hmm. to to their pain through mm-hmm. these narratives. It's an addiction. Even despair Mm -hmm. is an addiction that keeps Mm. people uh, safe from risk, Mm. from exposing themselves, from being disappointed, from Mm. trying, from intimacy, Mm. right? So it will dredge up all these mental narratives that are not 100% true, and it will expose them for what they are. And then people have an opportunity to put it down. Mm -hmm. Um, And we see a tremendous rebirth uh, for people with their participation, their full uh, participation. We just stay present and And it's a beautiful thing to watch people's souls shining through without the weight. You know, it's like people putting boulders down that Mm. they've been carrying around in their backpacks, sometimes generational. Mm. You talked about generational, Mm. right? Mm. Um, Generational stones, generational narratives. Uh, Doubt is a huge Mm. one. Um, Being super critical of yourself, which Mm. is internalized voices of our ancestors Mm. trying to make us the best we can be, right? Um, and and the, and the truth will be revealed. Do you want to share on that too on trauma?
2: Um. Well, I think you said it best. But um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of people coming in here for trauma and traumatic experiences, mm-hmm. and we do our best to, like I said, help them help themselves mm-hmm. when it comes to 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 them participating in 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 the ultimate healing that they need. Mm-hmm. Uh, for their mind, body, and soul, mm-hmm. so and they definitely have to do work. Mm-hmm. You know, and and this type of work is getting like uh, thirty years of therapy in less than twenty four hours, mm. and um, and it's almost like this. This is this is how I describe this type of experience. It's almost like you know how you have to you have to fight a virus with a virus. Mm-hmm. Okay this is almost like having to fight uh, a tra- uh, a trauma with the trauma mm. so it's almost like a a, a a a traumatic experience with this medicine but I'll say a, a positive traumatic experience that you have to fight negative traumatic experiences with positive traumatic ex- with the positive mm. traumatic experience you need something that impactful to break all those impacts on your brain, mm-hmm. on your mind, body, and soul. Mm-hmm. So you need something this strong mm-hmm. in order to break those chains, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. free yourself from it. Mm-hmm. Uh- that, that's one of the best ways to to describe this medicine. That's why that's why there's such a, a fear put out there about it, mm-hmm. because it's so real and it's just mm-hmm. you're basically just. Seeing the truth about mm-hmm. who you are and what you've done in your life, and mm-hmm. and what are you going to do about it? What are you going mm-hmm. to do about it? Mm-hmm. And um, and it will it you're you're able to ask these questions about these traumatic experiences and receive answers um, that that will help you help you navigate the rest of your life from here mm-hmm. on out. I see. Man, it's so powerful. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's really powerful. Can you
1: say one other thing about trauma. Yeah. Can I? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the other piece about this is ancestral healing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people and there's a lot of trauma there that yeah. we we carry all of our ancestors memories mm-hmm. in our body. Oh well, yeah, in your mind. And, and in in I think so many
0: cultures believe this, right? It's not just like one culture believes it. Like, yeah. I think that's pretty consistent yeah. across the board is Very you much. are carrying mm-hmm. the experiences of the people behind you. You're going to impact the people in front of you. It's just this generational experience of trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And also studying our ancestors' strengths, mm-hmm. which can be mm-hmm. expressed in many ways, sometimes mm-hmm. positive or negative ways. Absolutely. What's so fascinating, too, about studying the animals is that elephants also eat iboga. Mm. And unfortunately, you know, please don't buy this on the dark web, because it might be from an elephant poacher. Um, They follow the elephants, you need to know where you're getting your medicine, everybody also so it's not adulterated. Um, But the elephants take their young ones on long journeys to fondle the bones of their ancestors. That is no coincidence. These mm. beings eat iboga. They have incredible memories. They have a connection to their ancestors. Mm. And it allows human beings to do the same. We must fondle the bones of our ancestors and understand who they were and why they developed certain patterns, certain patterns like being hypercritical, mm. certain patterns like a, a work-to-death ethic mm. is very common sometimes in like people who have had like immigrants in their ancestry that have faced mm. scarcity to study our ancestors' bones and understand uh, what made them develop these patterns and that allows us to put them down in this life when they're no longer helpful. Mm -hmm. And they want us to dance free. They want us Mm -hmm. to dance light. And in the spirit world, so one thing you won't get in Ibogaine is this very, very traditional guided journey through what we understand as the spirit world, which is a place and not a simple hallucination. Mm. You know, people can see in different ways, Mm. but it is actually a realm that we visit and we communicate with, we help people to communicate with their ancestors in real real. time. Mm. And they ask their deepest, most heartfelt existential questions with the help of the medicine. And who they're really talking to is like their soul and the universe. Mm. Uh, But people get very, very clear answers Mm. when they're in the right Uh, weather conditions, let's say, of the journey. Mm -hmm. So in that way, people can actually go in and someone like Chor uh, or myself can help people Mm -hmm. to heal their whole ancestral line Mm -hmm. in the spirit world. Mm -hmm. So that's a big part of uh, the trauma healing.
2: Oh, yeah, and, and elephants eat Iboga, and it's, help, it's how they it helps them make babies. <laughs> it's true. If you and, don't know,
1: it's an aphrodisiac, actually, when you get past the detox. It, is. <laughs> it
2: actually is, yeah. Because um,
1: Iboga loves life.
2: Another thing that I was going to mention about um, uh, ancestral trauma or... Ancestors, is that your your technically your your mind has a mind of its own, Mm -hmm. and that mind has a mind of its own, Mm -hmm. and that mind before that and that mind before that, which is which is your actual uh, ancestral bloodline, Mm -hmm. leading all the way back to your first ancestor, the first ancestor that created Mm -hmm. your entire Mm -hmm. ancestral bloodline, your family, everything Mm -hmm. before that. Mm -hmm. So everything that they went through, trauma, everything that they seen, (laughs) everything that they've been through in their life. Is inside their mind Mm -hmm. and that got transferred to the next person to the next person in your bloodline all the way up to you like a domino effect that's a long bloodline Mm -hmm. that's a long bloodline of 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 ancestral trauma and and technically everything that they've seen passed all the way down that line to you Mm
3: -hmm. and so
2: we have to we have to go in and help clear all that and that's a lot of work, and that's a lot, that's a long line
0: of ancestral healing. Well, I mean, I think you're even talking about something that's such a hot topic mm-hmm. in Western or in all psychiatry and all medicine is like you know, through the human genome and' is all the mm-hmm. understanding of genetics, we get really focused on DNA and yeah. anatomy and all these <laughs> all these other concepts. But mm-hmm. what you're talking about is it's much more than just, yeah. These small molecules yeah. and atoms—you're talking about these are spiritual yes. experiences from way back when. That yeah. you can just see the coding. Yeah, like exactly. so I, And just because we can see it, don't mean we can fix it. Yeah, but we can see it. What you're saying mm. is this is how you fix it. This is how it's we do. Yeah, a process a to fix it. Yes, yeah. there's a process yeah. to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: through through the visionary experience. Yeah. Yes, that's a part of it. But you 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 can even without the visionary experience you can still you can still yes. have aspects of healing healing yes. your mind body so well, and I think yeah.
0: that's what you know you mentioned earlier of mm-hmm. you know the people who come here are in a place where they've been doing the work yeah. right this isn't someone Often. who woke up you know yeah. like yesterday and was like man I feel kind of depressed I think I want to go do this in Costa Rica <laughs> these are the, I mean maybe but for but for me yeah. yeah but for many um, people this is. You know, years and years of therapy, this is numerous, yeah, yeah. antidepressants yeah. or mood stabilizers, maybe hospitalizations or maybe enforced hospitalizations and all these experiences. And, and I pointed to my left, my, my beautiful wife is here with me and she would mentioned, you know, as we were talking, that that's kind of one of the biggest challenges in Western culture is sometimes we don't want to do the work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that, that can be very hard to mm-hmm. kind of say like, hey, you know what, this is a medicine I'm going to give you, but you're going to have to do work with it. You're not going to take it and yes.
1: make you feel better. <laughs> I, lo- I love this. Thank you yeah. for bringing this up. And, and we work with a whole variety of yeah. people. Um, and just in the last retreat, we had people come who purged the spirit of suicidality. Oh, yeah. And who were told by mm-hmm. mental health practitioners um, that they they would they would probably never be without certain pathologies, mm-hmm. and that's really unfortunate because mm-hmm. they 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 haven't met iboga.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: and they did such beautiful work here, but they faced themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's, it often we here we see people who have been on a path of healing, whether it's through mental health, whether it's through plant medicine. Vision Quest, even the people who come here drawn to help heal the roots of uh, people like in long-term recovery. Mm -hmm. Because we don't do acute detox here. Mm -hmm. That's not our calling. Mm -hmm. We do work with people with very sophisticated preliminary detox coaches to help Mm -hmm. them to prepare. Because what we see is the cleaner Mm -hmm. people come to this medicine, Mm -hmm. the more benefit they get, Mm -hmm. the more treasures they get that actually keep them well. Mm -hmm. Because it's not getting detox that keeps somebody well it's not getting sober like it's detox from drugs okay it's not getting detoxed or sober that keeps people well it's actually connecting with their soul and becoming inspired Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and that they become very clear on what they need to do with their life and what is the even even the purpose of life when you know the purpose of your life Mm That helps you to stay well. And I like that word better than sober, to mm. stay well. Yeah. right?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we work with people in a very careful way to prepare them mm. so that they can get more out of this experience. We're not interested in uh, the factory profit. Mm. We're interested in people coming in a good way so that mm. they get what's worth our time to give, mm. You know, mm. which is the greatest possible blessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that's how we work with people. And and God bless the ibogaine clinics that are taking people who are just in a way, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. that for some people is a good first step, actually. Mm-hmm. And actually, one of our greatest sources of referrals is ibogaine, because people will have this experience in ibogaine, and they're like, I feel the boity calling me. It's like, great, <laughs> come over here.
0: <laughs> well, and I think you bring up kind of what we think of when we think of iboga, right? Is the people who are having these detoxifying experiences, and that's kind of my understanding that's what it was right but it's much more than that from what you guys have talked about and that's just the first step of it but before we jump into that i wanted to kind of throw especially for like the listener i think a lot of times we think of like detoxing and detoxing substances is really just like opiates meth alcohol Mm -hmm. but i kind of hear this and the more research i've done on this is it's any kind of substance, right? It's eating really terrible stuff all day long. It's watching pornography all day long. Mm -hmm. It's any kind of vice that has got a hold on your life or your soul or your Mm -hmm. spirit. Mm -hmm. That's the detoxifying process Mm -hmm. that you have.
1: And the number one the number one and the most dangerous critical addiction is the mind
3: mm-hmm.
1: and the yeah. loops of the mind mm-hmm. and the, you know, catastrophizing disaster out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, You yeah. know, these are addictions and, and this medicine, one of the greatest gifts of this detox of mind, body and mm-hmm. soul, uh, and it's the mind that causes the other addictions, right, is the ability To be more fully in the present moment. Mm -hmm. And that is bliss. And if we're in our mental loops all the time, we're actually not in the Mm -hmm. present moment. Those mental loops have nothing to do with the present moment. But they exhaust us. And then we don't have the energetic resources and attention we need to actually deal with the present moment in an appropriate Mm -hmm. way. So I love that this medicine brings us into a very, very deep presence, a full body Mm -hmm. presence, not just an intellectual presence. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that
2: hmm um yeah the mind <laughs> Worst addiction? that's that's where it all stems from mm-hmm. there's more than just substance when it comes to addiction well we yeah. you
0: know we say it a lot with the, the work that we do it because I, I have a, a clinic where we do a lot of medication-assisted treatment in the opioid mm-hmm. world and and that's kind of the tool that we have right now and it's so mm-hmm. the tool that we use but one of the things that we talk about is that ultimately, no matter what you're doing, it's just a behavior, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, whether you're eating chocolate cake all day long, mm-hmm. you're cheating on your spouse all day long, mm-hmm. you're using mm-hmm. heroin all day long, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. It's just there's something going on deeper. And what yeah. you're yes. saying is, yeah. this is the kind of the key to the deeper, to a point. Yeah. But you got to be willing to do that work. Yeah, yes. yeah. And to face ourselves. Face yourself
2: and and um, work on your mind. Mm-hmm. Work. On your mind and that's what that's what that's what's so important about this medicine because it's a mind medicine mm-hmm. and mind if we if we make that conscious decision to really face ourselves and really really decide to to work on our minds we can we can focus on on not being mind hoarders <laughs> and 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 hoarding all this information, the information overload in our minds to where all it's going to do is just, it's just, it's just going to send us down a path of, uh, uh of a ball of confusion,
0: mm-hmm. you know?
2: And, um, you know, you need, there's, that's why, that's why there's a reason for everything. That's why there's a reason why this medicine exists is because, and it's coming out more now is mm-hmm. because it's, it's, it's to help people help themselves heal their minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Help people help
1: that's themselves. A, I mean, yeah. The human being mind. Is the root of all of our ecological crisis.
0: It's it's,
1: it's, it's <laughs> and all, all, all
0: issues going on. Well, yeah. And you mentioned that you know for some people they they have like this, this experience, and so now you've had this detoxifying experience, mm-hmm. and what what we know of the purging. Mm-hmm. What's going on after that? Because I think that's something that we just don't talk a lot about. So mm-hmm. you have this purging experience. So then what happens (laughs) after, after the
2: purging experience? So after the purging experience is more of your, your, your integrative experience. So you're going to, you're going to have an integrative experience, especially working with this medicine. So Mm -hmm. when you, when, uh, say like you, after you have your first session, right, uh, some people are, 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 uh, some people can be in a confusional state, but, but they're feeling good. Um, but at the, at the same time, they're realizing that, that, that all these all this purge and all this this mental purge all this stuff is coming up for a reason mm-hmm. you know or or they don't even realize it and we have to explain it to them mm-hmm. and so there's definitely a process of, of 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 guiding people or helping people navigate these mm-hmm. these purges and these experiences because if they don't they're just gonna be they're gonna they're not gonna realize what they're going through and that's why it's important for them for them to for, for for one or the provider or the teacher to explain this type of stuff to them because
3: mm-hmm.
2: if they don't they're they're scary. they're gonna be they're gonna be confused and they're gonna be they're gonna be lost and and they're gonna they're gonna have to try to figure it out figure it out on their own and you just can't you just can't let anybody do that when it when it comes to the integrative process
0: yeah so I'm hearing that not only is it this cleansing experience yeah. but there's an integration and you're doing it oh, like, with with under the supervision of someone, right? So yeah. this isn't like you hanging out in your bedroom all day long and yeah. then like you get a hold of it, and you throw up for people a people wind while up and, in the emergency room yeah. like that. Yeah. Or wander in Absolutely. the street confused. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't do it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And that's <laughs> why
2: places like this exist. Yeah. 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 Because
0: I think that's the biggest fear that we we talk a lot about is that you know, I think you know, I've mentioned it to both of you as we were talking, that's kinda what's happened with ketamine. Right, is that, you know, ketamine has been helpful for treatment-resistant depression in some cases. Mm-hmm. However, you can get it shipped to your house now, and you just oh, take it right there dear. in your bedroom.
1: Don't get me started. And, um,
0: <laughs> and then I think that's been probably the biggest transition we're seeing in the discussion of psychedelics. There was a huge conference that occurred, I want to say it was last summer. I'm out in Colorado, and Colorado is a state in America that's really pushing Mm -hmm. this. And a lot of the, like I guess, the traditional healers were there, Mm -hmm. kind of saying, you're not talking to us. You're not not referencing us. This isn't something you're just going to do, hanging out in your house. And it caused quite the uproar. But I'm hearing that after this detoxifying process, that's where the the big healing happens with integration. Let's talk
1: about that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for bringing that up. And, uh, yeah, ketamine, we're in a very, very problematic crossroads with ketamine Hmm. that's another conversation
2: it's it's a a part of the, the The, the medical model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: it's the only mm-hmm. reason why
2: they use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, and, and it, very, and and very toxic. medical model is something
3: that can understand. And a lot of
1: permission mm-hmm. around psychedelics right now, mm-hmm. and a lot of, you know, there's people who are in kidney dialysis or in permanent erectile dysfunction from ketamine.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, just look at the studies, you mm-hmm. know. Um, it's really, really sad. We get people all the time mm-hmm. who are terribly addicted because of this mm-hmm. permissive environment. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's good. It's good for you. Mm-hmm. No, it's, no, it's not. I mean, I would mm-hmm. never recommend it for anyone who's been through heart addiction. I see it's therapeutic mm. benefit in certain extreme cases. Mm. Um, but that's another conversation is really looking at mm. how is a medicine made? What is mm. the intentions with which it is made? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and ha- and the containers. But going back to the purge and what comes after the purge, uh, and I see that, you know, it's a very, it's walking through the fire. Mm-hmm. The the purge, it it dredges all these things up to be felt, to be seen, because the only way we can release psychic material that's holding us back is if we really know what we are releasing. We can't release something that we don't know. It's like going through your basement boxes. Mm -hmm. You're not going to give everything to goodwill. You have to go through every one, because there might Mm -hmm. be heirlooms in there Mm
3: -hmm. that you want to keep.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, So there's this Mm -hmm. complete inventory, excavation, Mm -hmm. spiritual archaeology, Mm-hmm. And then so iboga is half destruction in that way of, of seeing things letting them go and we help people to let things go through a shamanic process with like breath and um, it's a very beautiful process and then half of iboga is creation and it must be we are sitting with these minds that although they are very problematic they are also divine instruments mm-hmm. of visionary mm-hmm. creativity and communication with mm-hmm. the cosmos beyond the intellect. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: We're talking about mainlining the archives of wisdom that Mm -hmm. are available free for download,
3: Mm
1: -hmm. um, and universal codes of beauty and love. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we must come into the creative side. Mm -hmm. And this is what we see between the two ceremonies, which are very important here, not Mm -hmm. just one. Mm Half destruction, half creation, and it, mm-hmm. and it's that. Then we focus a lot on the creation on the second yeah. ceremony. What do you want to create? Because with those eighty thousand thoughts a day, I mean, it doesn't even stop when you're sleeping and dreaming at night. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is a, such a powerful creative tool is that we just mm-hmm. must decide what we are creating. And I, and to anyone out there who's suffering from addiction and suffering from mental loops, I want to say this: uh, that addiction. The power of addiction—it's so compelling, it's so binding, it's mm. so strong, it's such a drive, right? And the mental loops, the mental suffering—it's an impulse that, like, we keep going back to the same things. At its at its core, those are your powers. That's your power, and we must decide what we want to be addicted to. Mm-hmm. Chor calls it a positive addiction. Mm-hmm. I say we must choose in every moment. Mm-hmm. What are we devoted to? Devotion is the uh, is the power of addiction. Mm-hmm. Addiction is unconscious and compulsive mm-hmm. devotion. Devotion is conscious and intentional addiction. They are two sides of the same mm-hmm. coin. So half destruction and then entering into creation. This is, I love this part of the work, to help people understand what they want to create with their power and to harness their full power and not be ashamed of their power. Mm-hmm iboga said the only way to heal an impulse is to make a new impulse mm-hmm. so we must choose our impulses wisely
0: mm-hmm. well and I think you bring up a really good point in all of this is that so much in in how we treat addiction today is we just remove the substance yeah. right mm-hmm. so just stop using this and I, I talk about people yeah it. just let's just stop <laughs> and even like and I think it's because we, we haven't quite understood it well I mean even when you look at AA and NA they, they still put something else in its place. Mm-hmm. It's only like us, I think, in, in certain worlds that we're like, well, let's just remove it and then let's talk about all the things that make you want to use and then you hope you don't use again. Mm-hmm. But you're saying that there's like an integration that must occur mm-hmm. to where you are now mm-hmm. deciding to that move forward, which, and I think that lends to, you know, there's a, a discussion of, you know, talking about powers. I mean, people who are in active addiction, especially people who are just kind of prone to certain behaviors, they would have been prized people in other cultures, right? Mm-hmm. Like these were your hunter-gatherers. Mm-hmm. These were the people who would take those risks. They were the adventurers. They were the adrenaline seekers. And deeply yeah.
1: feeling people.
0: Yeah, and feeling. And they and they understand the, the intricacies of the tribe. But it's just unfortunate because in maybe our current culture, their skills just aren't being used in the right way. Mm-hmm. And so then it gets diluted down. Mm-hmm. With that well substance. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Definitely in the business of of... of, of. Helping people help themselves, like really, truly love themselves, genuinely, spiritually love themselves, mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. point where where it's, it's 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 a motivation to where they are truly listening to themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, aside from having to listen to somebody externally, mm-hmm. you know, they're truly listening to themselves internally. Mm-hmm. This is this is the business that we're in mm-hmm. when it comes to working with this medicine, because that's that's the purpose of this medicine is to help mm-hmm. people listen to themselves. Mm-hmm truly efficiently and um, spiritually mm. and that mentally physically emotionally all that good stuff mm-hmm. yeah
1: that sure. is the ultimate form of decolonizing yeah is mm-hmm. to actually listen to ourselves first mm-hmm. yes
0: mm-hmm. you know and that's ultimately that's what healing is right it's, that's, that's what i mean, it is. yeah yeah self it's self this ability love, yeah but it takes a lot of work and it takes guided people and it, it takes does. all of these other it experiences mm-hmm. yeah it yeah, does. and
1: I, I also see, you know, um, what's what's not talked about in um, in some of the programs out there for addiction recovery is that when addiction comes, it comes for a reason. People are so focused on just just stop it, mm. just crush it, mm. just mm. you know, but not asking why did it come mm. and what what is the true medicine that I need? Asking what is the true medicine that I need? Maybe it's mm. meditation and community is so overlooked. Like you were talking mm-hmm. about community, statistically, community is one of the greatest things for our mental and physical health and life mm-hmm. span, mm-hmm. statistically, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's why these medicines are held in tribes. Mm-hmm. And that's really overlooked a lot. Um,
0: Which, you know, I think that's really important, too. I, I work in a mm-hmm. very rural area in northern Florida, and I see a lot of people get sober in like echo chambers, right? So it's just it's just them in this small little area. They have no community. They'll come see me like, you know, once every couple of weeks, once a month, whatever that looks like, and that's all they have, right? And so then what'll happen is as soon as things go awry, as soon as things get bad, they go right back to it again because that was the only friend they had. Mm-hmm. That was the only community that they exactly. had. Yeah. And so yeah. you're talking about that, you know, part of this integration is more of just it's more than just things happening inside your head. There's also things that's got to happen outside of you. Oh, yeah. Wow. you definitely going to make yeah. changes, for sure. Yeah. Oh, you know. yeah.
1: Well, truly, that's,
3: like...
2: That's, that's the thing here is is when it comes to the balanced perspective. Mm-hmm. The balanced perspective to everything, mm-hmm. you know? And, and people really understanding over understanding that overstanding that and understanding what what that really means mm-hmm. so when it comes to the balance perspective it's like okay how am i going to develop a relationship with this balance mm-hmm. how am i going to respect both sides of this balance so when it when uh, when it boils down to everything when it, when it, when it, when, it, when it comes to the balance we have to learn how to develop a relationship with both sides of mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and respect both sides of ourselves because you don't it, it, when if you don't pay attention to, to, to one side, the other side's gonna catch feelings, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna then it's gonna conjure up in you, and then it's gonna start acting out, mm-hmm. and and that's what that's what uh, helps people or uh, pushes people to 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 feed into their addiction mm-hmm. or to feed into in, in into those thoughts. Mm-hmm. So if they realize that they have to acknowledge it, mm-hmm. not saying they have to interact with it, they have mm-hmm. to acknowledge it, it shows a form of respect to that side. Mm-hmm. And you're developing a relationship with that side to the point where that voice is going to start, the voice inside your head is going to start becoming a little bit more minute and start pushing itself to the background because you're respecting it. And you know it's there. You realize it's there, but you're able to you're able to navigate, and you're able to show it some love, and you're able to respect it. You're able to develop a relationship with mm-hmm. it to the point where it's even
0: that voice is even gone. Mm-hmm. So it's not an avoidance. It's not just this no, impulse. This just not because you see that a lot. You right. You it's just gotta, like you gotta yeah. Understand that it's there. You got to realize that it's there.
2: Mm-hmm. and Know that it's there. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not going away. Mm-hmm. It will never go away. Mm-hmm. You just got to acknowledge it and mm-hmm. respect it mm-hmm. and That's trust true. it, yeah.
1: I see. I wanted to add one more piece to the integrative yeah. part of what comes yeah. after the purge. Mm-hmm. And that is truly that, you know, when when people come to Iboga, it is a powerful rebirth. And, and it is this potent combination of mind detoxification mm-hmm. along with body detoxification mm-hmm. and the neurogenesis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People have a radical upgrade in their nervous system, and, and I see it right before my eyes, mm-hmm. you know, that people are, are growing new neural networks, making new connections. And when they come out of Iboga, what they have is like, okay, they're not a happy robot. They, they have to practice. Yeah. Iboga doesn't, doesn't, you know, we don't value anything that mm-hmm. we get for free.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, right? yeah.
1: Iboga wants us to have an evolution of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Not to be you know, a happy robot. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of medications. Mm-hmm. Well well, on the surface they seem to do that while there's still mm-hmm. shit in the basement. Mm-hmm. Um but I Iboga, the people come out and they have seeds. It's a beginning. Mm-hmm. And what do you do with seeds if you you know what happens if you put seeds in a drawer and never look at them?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Iboga will give you what you what attention you give to the answers you receive, mm. to the practice that you give. I had to practice 100 times a day at first. Mm. Now, I have a whole different relationship with my mind. My mm. mind does not bother me, uh. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I am really in a good way with my mind. And I'm so, so grateful for that, even in really difficult circumstances. Mm. Um, so we get seeds. And and there's a lot of creative ways that we can nurture mm. those seeds. Uh, and, and I also really pray, when I want to put out a prayer there, I hope the modern psychedelic renaissance defers to, uh, and apprentices itself to the indigenous wisdom carriers, Mm -hmm. uh, because it's not just the, the patented substance that's going to make people well, it's the community, Mm -hmm. it's the relationships that hold the medicine, it's Mm -hmm. the attention that we give to the seeds, Mm -hmm. it's the devotion, Mm -hmm. it's, and most of all, a reciprocal relationship Mm -hmm. that we are giving and receiving because that, you know, it's, it's not just the medicine, it's the way we come to the medicine is mm-hmm. the very answer to our prayers for healing that we seek.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And the indigenous people know how to come to medicine. Mm-hmm. we need to learn that. not just take it, go to their the, the therapist's office mm-hmm. and expect to be you know ha- be a happy robot. Mm-hmm. It don't work like that.
0: Yes, yeah, so, so you bring up a great point is that mm-hmm. there's this need for you know wherever you're at, right, whether you're in Western culture or whether you're we're in Europe or in Australia, as we're having this huge movement right now, the need to bring in all these traditional healers have that kind of knowledge passed on, use them as guidance, have this integration concept, be able to use people to help guide people in the integration. You're not doing this in your basement, mm-hmm. hanging out, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I know that there are... Oh, in, it, gets,
1: it gets weird like that. Yeah, and I, I, I
0: would imagine. I definitely would imagine. so. But yeah, just from what I've heard. But one of the things, that, I mean, there are some risks with it, right? And so how do you yes. mitigate some of these risks? Oh, like, yeah. What do you guys do as a team? to look at that. I know the QT interval is, is a big one that's always talked about. There's always a risk of, you know, what we call schizophrenia in our world or a psychotic experience. Like, how do you guys mitigate some of that?
2: Yeah.
0: Now, we, we we have uh, medical
2: professionals that, that, that okay. we work with um, that, that have uh, many years of experience with this mm-hmm. medicine, up to 15 years of experience with mm-hmm. this medicine. And um, they make sure that We are safe that the the person that is that is coming in for the healing is safe We got to make sure that the container
0: is safe, Mm -hmm. you know mentally physically spiritually. Do you think that's something? That was also being done traditionally or that's needed now because of just the world that we live in today
2: traditionally they they are they are the medical professionals (laughs) they are are. are the true medical professionals so they uh, they there's a different context you know between west world and and where where they're from Mm -hmm. you know they don't they don't have the 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 many mental issues that that we have Mm -hmm. you know or physical yeah Yeah. Yeah. you know but but they're still medical professionals Mm -hmm. and and there's a whole room of them (laughs) so they're they're able they're able to see you know, pretty much everything that that's coming through those doors. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: It. yeah. Yeah. Thank you for bringing up safety. This is really important, especially with, yeah. with this medicine, because, mm-hmm. you know, I'll meet people at conferences, and they're like, where can I get it on my own? I can do it. I'm, I'm an experienced psychonaut. It's like, not with this medicine. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, so there's physical safety and psychological safety. And Mm -hmm. so we go through a very, very careful screening with Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. Uh, they, they go through a whole thorough medical questionnaire Mm -hmm. and psychiatric screening with an intake nurse who consults with our doctor. Mm -hmm. Our intake nurse has been to Africa three times, Mm -hmm. Bodhi Chapman. He's marvelous. And he brings all of his beauty spider senses, (laughs) spidey senses Mm -hmm. into that Mm -hmm. consult. And also our doctor Um, Dr. Douglas Rosales is amazing. He's treated over 2,000 people safely over 15 years. years. And he he has a very personal relationship with the medicine Mm -hmm. and a background in psychology. So we have this very careful medical psychiatric Mm -hmm. screening because it's not appropriate for everybody. Mm -hmm. And if people have a history of Mm non-drug-induced or sleep deprivation-induced schizophrenia, which, you know, it's different if someone's been on on crack for five days or something, mm -hmm. anyone will be... Schizophrenic, mm. but if they have naturally occurring schizophrenia symptoms or psychosis what i see is those people don't need medicine because they already are medicine and they need shamanic mentorship mm. and ceremony medicine mm. uh, and there's a lot there there's a beautiful article by mali Domasome that mm. we talked about mm. maybe you can link to in the mm. show notes
3: Absolutely.
1: uh what a shaman sees in a mental ward like um the, those people they just don't need it you know and and so we make sure that medicine is appropriate, and then we look at in the medical screening we do a twelve lead EKG, and blood work with a kidney panel, liver panel. Mm-hmm. We we check electrolytes, mm-hmm. uh, anemia, iron levels. Mm-hmm. You know, and also for optimizing their experience mm-hmm. as well as safety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people will have something that shows up on an EKG that they otherwise think they're completely healthy, that mm-hmm. that is no problem, but, oh, this little thing is just not appropriate for something that prolongs the QT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or people will be taking an herb or a medicine, or, you know, kratom is very contraindicated because mm-hmm. it prolongs the QT. Mm-hmm. Uh, passion flower, St. John's word, affects mm-hmm. serotonin mm-hmm. and all these things, so we need to make sure mm-hmm. There's a whole laundry list of medications, Mm. herbs, and supplements. And we do see in the West here loads of medical issues that they don't even, they never see Mm. in Africa. And that said, like he said, they are the doctors. Mm. And what's so fascinating is, for example, here, Ibogaine centers will use atropine to regulate heart rate if Mm. they need to the indigenous people figured out how to do that with belladonna, which mm. is the root of atropine. Mm. That's, a, that's a plant that atropine mm. will mm. be extracted from. Mm. They're very sophisticated. Mm. And Chor and I are not at that level yet that we're using belladonna
3: <laughs> or sniffing
1: things out in the jungle <laughs> yeah. that can can help. We have our doctor here with emergency medications. Mm. you yeah, know. Yeah. So we're meeting... Two worlds. Oh,
2: but I'm training
1: to. to oh, but he's training. Mm. You know, he's That's training incredible. for, yeah. for all away. all of that. Yeah. Um. And additionally, uh, so the doctor will be on site the entire time that the medicine is active. It's not enough mm-hmm. to have a good screening. And I want to put this out there to all the people. who You know, mm-hmm. I, I hear about people who are holding this medicine that have no business holding this Mm -hmm. medicine. Mm -hmm. They need a medical professional who's present the entire time Mm -hmm. the medicine is active, even until if they're working with iboga, up to two days later. Two days, wow. Yeah, it's a 72-hour medicine. People Mm -hmm. can go in very deep states. People can have open-eye visuals two nights after Mm -hmm. ceremony, two full nights after Mm -hmm. ceremony. So having that person on site is important. Having 24 7 care mm-hmm. is important. Even when people seem grounded, they can still go into these deep mm-hmm. states. And, and a medical professional who understands the medicine and all the contraindications. Because uh, someone who didn't know better might give him an anti nausea medication that would cause a heart issue. Mm-hmm. And we need to really know the medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and in addition to that, there's spiritual safety, which chore here is, is ordained at a very high level within the Bwiti to for spiritual protection because the truth is that these medicines open us up to a jungle of an unseen world Mm -hmm. all kinds of spiritual Mm -hmm. parasites swimming around Mm -hmm. out there Mm -hmm. and all kinds of benevolent spirits Mm -hmm. that we can interact with too and 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 he carries a very important lineage of deep knowledge of spiritual protection and how to navigate those things. Not everything people encounter in the spirit world is good for them. Mm-hmm. So spiritual safety and psychological safety of having an awareness of trauma and how it works, and and responding with really compassion, groundedness, mm-hmm. and never taking anything personally.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. This is this is really key. So all of those things uh, being trauma informed uh, is very important, but also um, an awareness of the spiritual reality that this medicine opens us up to.
0: Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Yeah. hmm yeah. yeah. Would you think about it from the perspective of, let's say I have somebody out, like listening today, it's like in a, a provider, they're looking to get involved in this. How would they go about learning more about this as a medical professional?
1: Well, we got a bunch of are students.
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah, no, we we uh, we train people here. We
1: love medical professionals. Yeah,
2: okay. Yeah. Now we definitely train people here in in with this practice, mm-hmm. uh, so so they can be well rounded and well educated. But at the end of the day, they're eventually going to have to end up in Africa and going and walk in the path. Mm-hmm. See, one one technically or definitely has mm-hmm. to has to do this medicine. And then once they do this medicine and they experience this medicine, it's either going to call them or it's not. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be walking the path and they'll be ending up in Africa, um, doing the initiations and rite of passages and stuff and um, learning here and taking it the distance. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But what I hear is that there's a there's actually a, a desire for that collaboration, mm-hmm. which is big, you know, because we find ourselves that sometimes in the medical world being be like, oh, no, that's just kind of. You know, alternative medicine. That's not really what we do, but Mm. there's a need for that combining Mm. of the two. Yes, absolutely. I
1: I I see that there's there's many blessings to bridging worlds, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I love medical professionals because this medicine completely ignites their medical intuition. Mm -hmm. Also, I mean, that's what the indigenous people use it for. Is is. this Mm. is their X-ray? This is their Mm. diagnosis. This is their Mm. prescription. This is how they source what people need to heal. Uh, We started to learn some of that in Africa, which is fascinating, where you like look inside of someone's body. Mm -hmm. So it really, uh, all that medical knowledge is very useful, Mm -hmm. but ultimately Mm -hmm. the the path forward to being involved with this medicine or serving this medicine Mm -hmm. uh, or helping people to integrate from this medicine, it comes from an invitation from the medicine. Mm And we source that here, um, when, when they come for their experiences, that's where, it, that's where they receive the invitation mm. to Africa, and there's mm. specific things that we do, uh, and receive the invitation to be on the path to serve the medicine. Mm. And even being on the path to serve the medicine is a mm. profound path whether or not people mm. ever serve it. Mm. It's at the mm. deepest path of personal growth I've ever experienced mm. in all my 30 years of ceremony and yoga and meditation and therapy mm. and other medicines. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it comes from the medicine, it's an invitation, and we mm-hmm. look for that.
0: That's beautiful, yeah. So I know you guys have a lot going on, I don't want to take too much more of your time, but for anyone out there who's listening and they're struggling, right, like you, I know you mentioned earlier, you talked about the addiction concept, but just you find yourself feeling very depressed, you're very down, or you're very anxious, or, or you're just kind of in this world of the mental loops, yeah. what's something that you recommend they do now, right? Like What can they do to get like some relief right now?
1: Mm. Huh. Uh, I love this. I love this question. Thank you for this question. And to all of those people uh, just sharing with you my love, all of the pain, uh, the suffering, the depression, the anxiety, actually when you trace it down to its roots, it's a a desire to love and um, mourning the loss of love. uh, and, And there's love there. If we sink to the very bottom is love. And tracing it all the way down to the roots, um, giving yourself love and love self-love is a verb mm-hmm. it's not an idea mm-hmm. it is giving yourself love spending time with yourself mm-hmm. listening to yourself and trusting yourself and there's only one way actually that you know people are like uh, you know try to wait to be perfect in order to trust themselves
3: mm-hmm.
1: no trust yourself first mm-hmm. it t- takes practice mm-hmm. Start somewhere. And everyone right now can take a deep breath and breathe in the spirit of trust. Mm. Trust has a very specific spirit and you can breathe it into your whole Mm. body and inquire what does trust feel like Mm. in your breath?
3: Mm.
1: What does trust feel like in your heart space? What does trust feel like in your belly? What does trust feel like in your bones and in the blood flowing through your body? And in this way, we invite mm-hmm. the spirit of trust. You can invite the spirit of love. You can invite the spirit of forgiveness because all of these things are not intellectual states. Mm-hmm. They are full body experiences. So in this way, beginning with self-love, listening very, very deeply, because the truth is every person has their own answers. Every person is their own guru, but they stopped being able to listen. Mm-hmm. It, it, the, the more you listen to yourself, the clearer that voice gets. So start somewhere. Um,
0: so listen
1: yeah listen mm. listen to yourself and it may take some patience if you haven't been listening in a long time because that friend inside that soul is like fuck you <laughs> you know yeah. you ain't been listening to me yeah. uh, be patient leave flowers at the doorstep mm. be an open inquiry mm. keep listening uh, do nice things for yourself and you will find the way. And, and also, thank you for being a feeling person. It's not easy to be a feeling person in this world today, um, but we need feeling people. We mm. must, and this is the agreement that I have with this medicine that helps seers, mm. this is a seer's medicine, we must be willing to see all the pain and feel all the pain in order to best respond to it, and that is a sacred agreement mm. that we make in service, and, and also to look at all of life as a rite of passage. Mm. Not, not Get out of the why me or mm-hmm. why not me, why me, mm-hmm. why me. Mm-hmm. Make medicine out of everything.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, everything yeah. is a rite of passage, everything is initiation. Mm-hmm. I, I hate it when people say everything happens for a reason because that's half the story. Mm-hmm. Everything happens for a reason if we make a reason. Mm. Make a reason.
0: Absolutely. Mm. Thank, Thank you. Anything, Anything you want to you add? add? Yeah. Chairs on top?
2: <laughs> Uh, what was the question here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, words uh, of advice for people mm-hmm. suffering
1: out
2: there. Words of advice for people that are suffering. Um, yeah, Elizabeth said it best. Trust yourself, but trust yourself in order to look and see uh, who you really are, so you can um, so you can face yourself in a mirror and um, and get to that point where where you can you can tell yourself that. You can tell yourself that you, uh, I love my life. You can tell yourself that you love your life by 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 looking at yourself in the mirror. But um, but but if they're if they're gonna if they're gonna get to a point to where 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 they want to prepare themselves for walking this path or or uh, or at least exposing themselves to to the ultimate healing, they. Like like I said earlier, this this medicine isn't for everybody. Mm-hmm. This medicine mm-hmm. isn't for everybody. This way isn't for everybody. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's gonna make it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they they're gonna they're they're gonna make their choices. And they're gonna make their own decisions to go down mm-hmm. their own paths. Mm-hmm. You, you know, um, if it. If they truly listen to themselves, Mm -hmm. even if they don't listen to themselves and they listen to somebody Mm -hmm. else, um, they're still going to make a choice and go down some some path, Mm -hmm. some rabbit hole, Mm -hmm. you know. But at the end of the day, they need to they need to dig themselves out of them rabbit holes. They need to dig themselves out to really, 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 really trust themselves, love themselves to the point where they know they need help. Mm -hmm. They know they need it. Mm they need to acknowledge it they need they need to accept mm-hmm. that the fact that yeah i need some help mm-hmm. yeah. and they, they need to come to they need to come to that to to that agreement with mm-hmm. themselves first mm-hmm. and that's pretty much what it is an agreement
3: agreement
2: making an agreement with yourself that okay do i need healing or not yeah mm-hmm. do i do i need to take my do, do i need to at least achieve a certain amount of healing I'm, like mm-hmm. i said earlier uh, does everybody really heal mm-hmm. do they do they really heal? Mm. Um, they can heal to a certain extent. On mm. um, they can heal as much as as they they need or feel they need healing. Mm. They can they they can heal to the to the to to the best of their ability.
1: To the mm. extent that they're willing to be uncomfortable. To the
2: best mm. of their ability, yeah. <laughs> they can heal to the best of their ability. Mm you know yeah. and they can always do their best at um, working to heal themselves yeah. maybe 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 healing is 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 not the proper term maybe it's just like um loving themselves is yeah. is uh is the healing term
0: yeah
2: learning how to love themselves is the healing term yeah.
0: so Thank you guys for that. Thank you. Man, thank you so much for the knowledge and the wisdom and the conversation. Uh For anybody that wants to follow your all's work, like how can they connect with you all and the work you're doing here?
1: Sure. Um, Yes, soulcentro.com. That's S-O-U-L-C-E-N-T-R-O.com. Yeah, and there's a retreats page there. You can learn about our retreats. There's... um, Photos of Africa, get a glimpse of the roots there. We are on Instagram at soulcentro_retreats underscore retreats, and on Facebook at Centro retreats, all one phrase. Um, Chor, and you can see some of his iboga-inspired art at choreboogie.com, dot ecom mm. and on Instagram at nyongu, it's g n y a N G O U had to look at the tattoo on your neck um, for that, and I am also on Instagram at e nectar bast, and we love sharing medicine. That's what those platforms are for, for us, um, and love connecting with people there.
0: Guys, thank you so much. So grateful.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you.